0: evening meat suits welcome back to uh, read it and weep season four we're just some number of guys with perfect opinions about movies tvs and pop culture i'm your host alex falcon recording from north korea town los angeles and i have uh, just an overflowing panel today first up he's at anthony lopez part two on twitter in mm. southeast portland it's mr anthony lopez
1: hey great to be here alex um says i know you like to Uh, I haven't heard you you say it in uh, reference to In The Heights, but to other Lin-Manuel Miranda works, you always talk about how easy his type of rapping seems. So I think you should do this whole show. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, us, uh, yeah, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, show us, like, if you can give me a little sample of just how easy it is, I'd appreciate Here's it. Here's the
0: problem is I definitely could, and that <laughs> would be more embarrassing than if I don't do it, so I'm not going to. Whoa. I don't want to make him feel bad. I'm That's expecting,
2: not oh the God. answer I wanted.
0: So. <laughs> um, I have, at various times in my life, yeah. done... Improv rapping.
1: Yeah. I mean and, I, I and? think the five second summer five sentence summary would be much more entertaining Ooh, if yes. you could uh give it to us in a
0: uh in a lin Manuel uh we yeah. slash uh, Wayne Brady style rap. Yeah, um,
1: please.
0: I I'll consider it. I'm not gonna do it. Also joining <laughs> us today, he's at Hun Bun on Letterboxd, back home in Arkansas in the woods. It's Mr. Hunter Donaldson. Yo, I'm back where I belong, baby. With my toys. We had a nice, we had a nice time together where you had no toys. Anthony yep. is alone in Portland again now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great seeing you both last week.
2: Oh my god, yeah. that was so fun. I hope the odd, I hope, I hope the audience liked it. The energy, well, you know, they mostly did.
0: We do have one. Uh, major point of contention that we're going to discuss later in Just the um, a listener email segment you have a I, guess? I
1: really love the idea of someone being like hey if i can't be in the room you guys shouldn't be able to be in
0: the room <laughs> it's not that do you have a guess the one thing that from that episode that people took
2: issue with i have no idea okay, uh, too great. nice
1: to alex because we had to look you <laughs> in your beady
2: little eyes yeah were we too nice is that what it was <laughs> Wait, was it my you shouldn't have babies rant? Was it that
0: rant? You're close, but not quite. All right. Wow, um, uh, what happened? Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, as you're going to have to be part of this apology later, it's going to be really what? exciting I for you. Even, oh, no, I oh, don't. Man. I don't
2: apologize. I'm not yeah. apologizing.
0: So that voice rounding out the panel this week, we have a very special guest, uh, founding member of the pod in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox, Alex, Cherry, Strawberry. And just for today, I got my May. <laughs> wow, you sound like. The most expensively cast minor character in the mm. history of movies. Really,
3: I think you probably were free, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we... probably no, free. I think he was You're just free. I think he was just there.
1: Yeah, I really. It's. It kind of says a lot about his level of fame that it almost to me feels like. uh we just have to get him in this. This character we would completely cut otherwise because yeah. he serves no purpose. No purpose we just, at all. We just have to get. Lynn on the poster if we yeah, don't and
0: he's this he's almost on the billboards that are there's a lot of billboards yeah. around my apartment of this movie and he, he is on the billboard almost the same size as the main characters
1: yeah and it's like there's a few other like the roles like uh, the ice cream driver was the original um Benny as well so I like that like the two people I mean, uh, and,
3: and it's George Washington also Yes, yeah, George
1: Washington uh-huh. from Hamilton yeah it's, but like it's the also two...
3: Moana's dad's singing voice
1: Yes. Oh. Something Alex can relate to. Um. <laughs> Wait, being replaced as a singer? Or <laughs> that, that's, being that's dad? something you would know him from. You
0: oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's yeah. just a neat credit. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, he was he was see, I love a little drop in, but then with this Piraguas man, yeah. um he had to boy, he kept coming back
2: even though yeah. no one was
0: buying his beverage.
2: Um or they, his well, uh, they snow did cone. Eventually, did, They did eventually buy it, did, but it wasn't because he was no, selling a superior he, product.
0: I think he threw he gave it to somebody for free. Did he no, sell a Alex, single Piraguas? Well, Alex, now, did you not say did you not
2: stick around to yeah. the, the credit oh, there scene? There no, was a post credit scene where the... Samuel L. Jackson comes in and he's like forming a team. It's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> and
3: they all join <laughs> the event. You, the good <laughs> humor man.
1: <laughs> yeah, this and West Side Story, there's a reason why they both take place in New York.
0: Oh, sure. Cinematic
1: yeah. musical universe.
0: M- music, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I did not stick around for that great post credit sequence. Um, although, fun fact, uh, Ezra and I are going to interview Samuel L. Jackson's daughter next week. That's cool. So that's pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> she is a uh, Top Chef producer. Yeah, she's a there producer of Top Chef. And so Ooh. we are going to chat with her about Top Chef. Um, you should just... Yeah, isn't that neat?
1: Uh, ask her, like, so, was your dad friends with somebody? Have that be, like, the first thing you say to her. Just yeah, I'm really sure she would love to hear its questions related
0: to her dad. Um, so let's get into the show. Before we talk about any of that, I would like to start by thanking our fabulous meat buddies who have stuck stuck with us through thick and thin, um, and have including this horrible oversight from last week and we lost no meat buddies from the patreon campaign really? so we really appreciate you guys staying with us despite basically a lot of reason that you shouldn't um if you'd like to join them and keep supporting a show that is against their own <laughs> financial and moral interests you can join the campaign by going to metreon.com and we have a new meat buddy to thank later on in the show and if you, Ooh, pep talk? Is, there pep you? Talk? Is, is there gonna be a pep talk? There's gonna be a
3: pep, pep talk?
1: talk. I think Ooh, I man, let me uh, let me
2: get into a dark place.
1: And let me <laughs> let me just say, uh, new meat buddy. Uh, you can just rewind and replay the apology section. <laughs> for how you feel after the thing.
0: Oh, it's not actually a, a pep talk, it's more it's more of an open-ended fun sure. discussion. So, we have that coming up. But anyway, go to metreon.com, and we really appreciate everyone who supports the show. So, we're doing this week and next week, we're doing a little mini segment of the show, a little mini themed month called back to that again. All right. So, the we're doing a the, today is part one of two of a mini theme on the show that we're calling back to the movies. So this week and next week, we are doing brand new in-the-theaters movies, and we're talking about t- spending time in the theaters. We're all going back, and we're we're just checking it out and seeing how it feels. So instead of starting today with news, I would like to start with a back-to-the-movies um what should we call this just a a remembrance of things past a pleasant uh, look back in our lives i would like you guys to discuss your favorite theater going experiences of your life
1: so what you're saying is before we can get ready to go forward into this summer uh, movies we have to look past
0: in back into our dark psyches
1: yeah okay
0: What is a I the first thing that comes to my mind is very small so I'll throw this out Mm -hmm. there and give you guys a a stall a chance for you guys to um, think about yours but the first thing that comes to mind for me as a movie going experience was when I saw when I was probably like eight or nine and I saw Aladdin in theaters and I laughed so hard that I hurt a lot (laughs) my face was so sore was the first it's the first memory I have of laughing until my face hurt and I didn't know that was possible. Uh, mm, what was that, the do you remember? A that funniest. Zany part of that Genie.
2: For you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean mm. it clearly it was Robin Williams. It's I mean Robin Williams we were all and children. He's like, changing stuff so fast. You're like, yeah. oh, you're in
0: a barber chair, you know. Oh man. Yeah. Really got me as a kid.
2: Yeah. Robin was like the funniest person. And when... just
0: and it was so big, you know. Anyway, and also yeah. I think it was a. it was like a babysitter took us. It was not I was not with my parents. And so It was also like, oh, we're going out and doing a fun, you know, my parents aren't here. It's very very exciting. I
1: I always have a sort of few I sort of think about for different reasons. Uh, One, I've mentioned this on the podcast several times over the years. But um, when I went to go see uh, Magic Mike XXL opening weekend. Right. uh, You were just just, uh, hard the whole time. Well, so it was me, uh, my wife and uh, like 20 other women and no Mm -hmm. other dudes in there. And it was like being in a, a at a strip club for yeah. like a, a women's strip club, essentially. Like it was just people going crazy. It was cause like, the I think first I believe magic Mike,
0: a gentlewoman's club, a
1: gentlewoman's club. Right? <laughs> the first magic Mike is like a movie, you know, it has like a story. Uh-huh, the second yeah. one, they said, we're not going to even bother. It's right, literally yeah. just a series of vignettes of awesome things happening to these awesome guys. it's a delight Uh, so no one had to worry about following continuity people were just getting up running through the aisles like it was a Def Jam comedy show like literally it was I heard some of the most vulgar disgusting things I've ever heard in my entire life uh, just shouted at the screen for 90 minutes Uh, that was a delight
0: Uh, you know what you might try I don't want to be I don't want to push you too far but maybe you and your wife should go to a gentlewoman's club yeah, uh, but who? maybe you should is, go see, or or like when Thunder from Down Under comes through town.
1: I still need some semblance of a plot, you know? Oh, and you I just, I, well, I, I I
0: I've never watched Thunder from Down Under. Maybe it's about yeah, somebody, they, they you know? It's a like a one act. You it know? might be yeah. a love letter to their neighborhood in Australia. That's true.
1: That's true. Uh, the other theatrical experience I always think about was not even trying to see the movie, not even seeing the movie, really, but. I remember my brother and I trying to sneak in to see The Patriot, like the Mel Gibson oh, yeah, Roland yeah. Emmerich movie, but it was R-rated and we sure. couldn't pay, we couldn't get in because there was like this shitty guy at the counter, wouldn't let us in. So we go, we asked for two tickets to the movie, he says, do you have an adult with you? We're like 13 or 14, and we said, uh, no, so hold on one second, so we stepped away and go, uh. Can we get two tickets for this obvious PG movie we don't plan to see? (laughs) And for some reason, and this is where I learned, the the thing I say all the time, if anyone in the theater ever tries to catch you for sneaking into something, if you just check them, they're going to back away. Yeah. Uh, So what this was uh was he this asshole the teenage asshole really wanted to fuck up these two kids so i love this because this guy is like
0: 16 so he's lording it over you yeah
1: he's just like a bully in a pixar movie just a (laughs) nook just (laughs) wants us to not be able to see because the rules so uh he he gums and he like pulls us out and of course we're like embarrassed because we're like kids but we decide to be like He's like, well, I have to kick you out, or I can call your mom to scare us. And my brother was like, no, just call her. She just because he knew oh, more shit. than us uh, sneaking in, she would be angry that this guy was calling to disponer.
0: Yeah, 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 that's really funny. Uh so <laughs> call your bluff
1: for yeah, sure. So he was like, No, you guys can just leave. But we were like, No, 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 let's call my mom. So we like <laughs> made him call my mom. And she was like, "This is ridiculous." I told them they could see it. What? This is what you do for a living? Is like you? And she's like, "Chewed this." She guy was on out. your side, yeah, because she. And this was care. really your
0: mom. You didn't give like the phone number yeah. of like your cool female friend.
1: No, because my parents weren't like the coolest. But this was like a you know a movie about rah rah America. As long as oh, there was, oh yeah yeah, you, you you know, it was historical. <laughs> yeah, it's historical. There's violence. It's okay, if it was like if we were trying to sneak into like. um like Fatal Attraction. I can see my mom being pretty upset well, were, with us.
0: Wait, weren't you also not allowed to like read Harry Potter because it was the devil?
1: Yeah, but that has like magic in it. Yeah, also so that's okay, so like, oh my god, it's like. Uh, George Washington. Fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fatal Attraction, I don't know if you realize, was also about the British and George yeah. Washington. Oh, okay, so British are bad. That's the issue. So it's, if Harry Potter was in America, you'd be like, yeah. all
1: right, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, he ended up just caving, and we just walked in, missed That's the first rad. few minutes. Uh, and I don't remember much about that movie, but I do remember that experience quite well. Yeah, I don't think it took. I've spent a lot of time around you. I would not say
0: Huge yeah. Patriot.
1: No. Yeah. The movie, uh, turns out, Roland Emmerich, uh, even then, I was like, this guy's just not very good at this. Uh, Hunter,
0: do you have a favorite movie yeah. Going experience? I'm yeah, sorry. I have
2: one. It's it's not really much of a story, but it, I feel like it's a good visual. So it's um it's Christmas Eve, uh, I think 2015, and it's the first and only Christmas I've ever spent away from my family, uh, and therefore not in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in Portland, and they were they were showing Die Hard on Christmas Eve night at the Laurelhurst Movie Theater. Sure, of course. And it was. It was the drunkest crowd I think I've ever been in. (laughs) And it's like you kind of realize, like, a movie theater is a big, like, enclosed box. And for people to be, like, just like that jubilant about, die hard it was really um special it was sort of like the room but nobody did bits everybody just kind of made sounds at (laughs) the movie and also talked through it like nobody really gave a fuck about it because it's die hard you've seen it you already know about it it was just kind of a die hard themed party in a dark room uh with people yelling that's Uh, fun it was so good it was like it was Beautiful.
0: That reminds Ooh. me, I, I was having trouble thinking of another story, but the other one that j- comes to mind, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but um, and one of you might have been there, but uh, we used to do the show in Portland sometimes called Heckle Vision, where they would um, d- on a big movie theater d- uh, screen, they would show an older movie and then you could text a number and whatever you texted would show up on the screen as so you could like heckle it. There's like a running mm-hmm. text heckle on the bottom of the screen and we were uh, screening um, Air Force One, also known as Die Hard on an Airplane, right. yeah. and uh, the writer of Air Force One came,
3: <laughs>
0: and he had an awesome time, mm. and at the end, we had a great time, we we riff, ripped on the movie, and then after the movie was over, um, he went on stage and I interviewed him for a few minutes about the experience, mm. And, uh, it was, it was amazing because you, so so picture, you're the writer of this movie that is like, I mean, f- financially successful, but mocked yeah. frequently, but also like very old at this point. I think, well, yeah. I think that's a, yeah. that's a and beloved mocking though. I don't think Exactly. That's like, exactly. And he was like, he's, and also when you write a movie, you don't get to watch it with people that often. Mm-hmm. And certainly he hadn't watched his old, this movie from 20 years ago. And seen as many people enjoy it and have so much bring so much joy to people as he did in that moment, it was an incredible, incredible experience for him. And basically, what happened was there was just like posters around town that w- this show was happening, this like weird comedy show. Come watch this movie and heckle it. And his daughter lived in the city and saw
1: it and was like, "Hey, Dad, you should totally go." And so he did. Wow, that it's, rules! I mean, it's it was not great. Like everyone involved in that movie knew exactly what movie they were making. At the time, right? Like, you no think one everybody? Was, you don't like,
0: think there was some one person who was like working on the explosions who was like, This is legitimately an Oscar winning movie.
1: The guy putting the gaff tape around the bunny for uh Nick Cage to be like, Hit the bunny down, <laughs> sure, we're take after take after that, being like, This is my freight train to success, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, <stops. laughs> no, I think everyone knew uh what they were doing.
0: I think you're probably right, yeah. uh, Ezra
1: movie
3: experience really hard to narrow in on one of them because i think they are a lot really formative like sarah and i i think saw pretty much every movie that came out in 2006 while we were studying abroad in costa rica Mm. um so like if there's a movie like like uh we we saw it but i might only know it by its like spanish title so like oh interesting um, yeah there's like a uh rumor has it was a movie that came out there but uh but i know it as decent parry and there's like Mm -hmm. um there's one where like I think Reese Witherspoon is like a, a coma ghost with Mark Ruffalo, but it's like um, yes, it's like, about like a
0: coma ghost, just like heaven.
3: Yeah, yeah, coma, uh, cielo, yeah, coma, yeah. It was coma like fuero uh, cielo. Uh, mm. um, yeah, uh, and and well, no, it's like it's when you're a coma ghost is when you are uh, not dead yet. Uh, okay. but you're in a coma and you get to have an astral projection who falls it's in love. A, it's a oh, okay. long so, yeah,
1: subcategory okay. of rom-coms, especially. But sure. Actually, it okay. makes me wonder yeah.
3: that, that while you were sleeping, like what was the dude up to during that time? Yeah. Cause right. He, like,
1: well, he didn't even know her. So why would he be bothering her? That's the whole point mm. of that movie. Well, he well, was I, trying to ghost haunt the people he actually knew. Wait, was, wait, well, was, was he in Connor a coma artist, too?
0: Or was it two coma ghosts?
1: Wait, there's only one coma in while you were sleeping. Yeah, I haven't seen that. One. I've never heard of this yeah. movie. I'm trying to understand what you're describing. Can you like connect pretty...
2: comas together and then like share yeah. kind of a coma?
1: I don't coma see what, this what I'm asking. No, I don't know, but I'm going to sell that movie. That sounds dope though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, wait, so you saw every movie that came out in, 2006. in English in 2006? With or Yeah, with, with subtitles
3: sometimes. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess it might not have been, it might have been some things that came out in 2005 and only made to Costa Rica in 2006, but pretty much everything. So like, yeah, um, uh, v for vendetta um i feel like cars also was during that time um yeah it was just all the movies um mm-hmm. but I, and I always liked it because one it was super cheap um which is awesome uh and it also just like a uh, generally just like a comforting thing to do where it's like oh i i don't understand when most people are saying things to me but i understand you mark ruffalo and, mm-hmm. and thank you for that. Right.
1: <laughs> i really love that like we all told stories about like fairly personal experiences, like Hunter's first time uh, of Christmas away, yes. uh, Ezra in Costa Rica, <laughs> me this formative childhood experience, and Alex was like, "I met a celebrity and got <laughs> to on stage." Well, you
0: know, well, I told me. you about being it a was, child going yeah, to see a movie without he, my parents he, his for the first, first time story was
2: about Aladdin and how funny yeah. it was, yeah. and it wasn't was very great, funny. Williams. Movie. And
0: also, yeah, yours was, was about some- doing crimes that was not cool.
1: Yeah, that is the definition of cool. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of cool. What are you talking about? Um, Crimes against corporate entities. Before before we
0: wrap up on the segment, um, do you guys have any movie theater tips and tricks? We talked a little while ago about snacks we prefer, Mm -hmm. but do you have any other like? What are your movie-going hacks?
2: Do you have any... We've talked you... about the like trash popcorn trick on the show before, right?
0: Yes, yeah, so we've talked about... Tra- I think yeah. Anthony brought up trash popcorn and I, I, this was this As, is too gross I, for me. I,
1: well, I've never done it. I've just I've known people who have right. done it. Oh, really? I'm always curious. I have done it. it. I
2: have actually done it. Like
1: I've, okay. so, I don't just, love so it, the, but
0: I so have done it. This is where when somebody buys the free refills popcorn they set it nicely next to the trash for someone else to pick up
2: and get free refills yeah except for i've done it where you just looked in in there and was like is there one in there and then you just grabbed no one
0: one left it out (laughs) you went straight into the trash can no i went into
2: the trash can and it wasn't me it was a friend of mine but i shared the popcorn with them
0: (laughs) 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 that's that's plausible deniability (laughs) (laughs) and if and and i think morally speaking he's the one who's going to get scabies (laughs) from that trash can
2: (laughs) i think so that's like how it should (laughs) go down
0: yeah um yeah that's definitely a hack. I have you ever seen uh I had a I saw a, I had a friend who we were hanging out and he decided he was in the mood for popcorn. We were not in a movie. We were down the street at a coffee shop and he went to a movie theater, bought popcorn and left again and just ate movie theater popcorn outside of the theater. That was as upsetting for some yeah, reason, I mean, as emotionally upsetting as garbage popcorn,
1: that's the stuff they talk about in the first twenty minutes of every serial killer documentary. Yeah, seriously, like, <laughs> he would just go and get popcorn from this theater. It, it uh, was I the sort of why. thing where
0: if it, it felt like if like an alien was like almost fitting in, yeah, like they were crushing that it. Was their their one,
2: tell, their then one then were thing like, they yeah, yeah. Then they
0: were like, oh, I am in the mood for a delicious <laughs> snack that everybody always enjoys, and then they go into a into a movie theater and leave. You are like, ah, that's, this one's not mm-hmm. doing it right. Right. Yeah,
3: I totally agree. I'm looking up the this uh like movie theater hacks. One of them is add items from the nacho bar to your popcorn, which I think is a pretty good idea.
0: So oh, that's that is a great that's idea. That's a non um, uh, invasive hack. That's like a it seems like perfectly plausible hack. Yeah, just throw some jalapenos on there. Yeah, that's not a bad idea.
2: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Actually, I mean we should probably bring up this one because this one uh, I don't know if you know about backpacks but you can put <laughs> snacks in there Yeah, we then... did talk about
0: this before and I am not mm. capable of doing crimes and so I can't bring well, stuff into dude, theaters I brought
2: like a six pack of like, beer or something yeah. before oh, yeah. I a movie I've... theater and...
1: <laughs> I've brought in several types of drugs into movie theaters <laughs> and ingested them um, but here's something that this is I feel like this is going to sound a little lame to say, but you know what? Here's a hack. Uh, how about you pay attention during the movie, and don't like look at your phone so much or talk. Yeah, you oh. dummy, uh, you dumb yeah, you. To you. You, you know should you should try watching
2: the movie. You shouldn't be I listening said, to this podcast because, while
1: you're watching the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, but Take no, I, turn us off. I I'd like to think that anyone who would listen to this a really good theater going experience, uh, like theater friends to have, people who would be nice and respectful for a theatrical experience, uh, but it's always amazing how how some people are just like, have you never seen a movie before? Do you not know how this works? I will say I on this, this, was I don't check
0: my phone during a movie, but I made the mistake this week of putting my phone on vibrate instead of mute, and so it was just going crazy, and then I had to use the bathroom, and so I checked it, and it was just Bullshit! Like it's remarkable how many times your phone can give you notifications with nothing interesting happening. Yeah. Oh yeah! So I was like, I was like, oh, something's on fire, and it was just like my family group chat was having a talk about dogs. Like it had nothing to do with anything, and it was vibrating so much that I thought somebody died.
1: They, they call if it's someone died. Well,
0: but but what does that feel like? A vibration. Well-
1: yeah, there's a certain level of death that you would still want to know about it, but you're not gonna call somebody for it, uh, you know it could have been it could have been one of those you know especially if like, uh, you
2: know that they're like seeing a movie you know like they yeah,
1: uh, yeah <laughs> like a really close family members best friend in high school you know something that's like oh that's sad and like you definitely you know you went to you spent that yeah. week at the cabin with him Ooh, you guys gotta okay. know each other
0: but, sorry time out for one second um, um, what happened to the cabin. Tell me more about that.
3: <laughs> Did they play Kirk Clark Parcheesi? Was it like What a... happened in
0: the cabin, Anthony? Yeah. Uh,
1: this is out Al- this happened to Alex. This is not me. Alex, oh. why don't you tell me what happened I in don't the think cabin? I've never
0: been to a cabin. All right, but time yeah. out for one second. I'm still mad about the thing you said about our movie uh rememories. Um the thing about that story was not I met a celebrity. The point of the story was You made getting fun of someone to and they liked it. Oh. somebody <laughs> Is oh, having so wait, somebody who wrote a movie have the experience of seeing people enjoy it and how magical that was. Yeah. You okay, dick. Okay. Yeah. Mr. And it was actually second, a pretty
1: cool story. Yeah. Okay. Mister, my second story is I went to see the movies the other day and my phone would not quit blowing up. Oh man. I, all right. All right. I'm so
0: I'm going to wrap up this hack section. I, I the other thing is at my movie going experience <laughs> this week, I haven't been to a movie theater that doesn't have a full restaurant in a while. I forgot. Mm. Like I've been to so like I gotten so used to theater pubs yeah a place that just yeah. doesn't just serve you all food wh- and drink whenever you want it was weird i Dude, do i'm
2: going to movies here in arkansas so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah they don't they don't do
2: that they don't do theater pubs no no that is that is non-existent although they did get uh you can get uh, a beer at a movie theater you can, now okay. finally yeah that yeah. like just I mean, happened
1: you can get beers at like regals and like the big major chains now yeah, in just, arkansas yeah. you couldn't yeah jeez <laughs>
0: All right, so um, I'm going to wrap on that for our uh, our remembering and our talking about the experiences. And now let's talk about the movie we all watched, I believe, all in the theaters. I said I wasn't going to, but then I did pull it off. So I'm I
1: so glad to hear that, Alex. I was well, going to extra push you to do that.
0: I, uh, I was glad I was able to make it work. Um, so mm-hmm. and I actually I went to the I went to the the it's now called the TCL Chinese Theater. Uh, Chinese theaters Mm. on Hollywood, like in Hollywood proper where they have Mm. dirty Spider-Man outside. I went to like the Chinese theaters and my sister and I were the only two people in the entire 500 seat arena. uh, Massive, massive screening of this movie. It was dead.
1: Um, I mean the one theater in the world that if you, if you say to somebody, Hey, you know that theater I'm talking about the one in California. That everyone in the world would be like, Oh yeah, I know exactly what well, theater here, you're But
0: here's what most about. people say they'll be like, Wait, I guess I didn't realize you could just go see movies Is there. They, yeah. yeah, you can. It's <laughs> yeah. just a normal movie theater during the day. Yeah. And not even that expensive, and they validate parking. Like it yeah, was no. a totally reasonable movie experience.
1: I've seen a few movies there. It's yeah, it's you eight, have? it's a real ass theater. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is. They do have the world's worst museum display where they have some costumes and props from movies, but there's no labels on them. So there's just glass boxes of old shoes and dresses Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's very strange. But there's very
1: few places even in America in general that you could be like, oh, yeah, you know that place? And most people in the world would know where it is. Yeah. It's not like a big landmark or something. And a lot of LA people have never gone
0: and didn't even think about going, so it was kind of a neat experience for us. Okay, so this week we're talking about, the the homework for this week is In the Heights, the 2021 film based on the Broadway show of the same name, originally written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, adapted by Kiara Alahiria Hudes, and directed by John M. Chu, who you may know from such smash hits as Now You See Me Too, G.I. Joe, Retaliation, and Justin Bieber, Never Say Never.
1: Okay, well, okay, and, and Spacey Rich Hazen. Yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. His, come on. His, the thing that got him the ability to make a $100 million plus musical. Wasn't G.I. Uh, Joe, Retaliation? In, no. Well, uh, I mean, well, I mean, that, that did not you. Yeah, that helps, I'm sure, but. I mean, I mean what about
0: now, now You See Me 2, which is definitely the Empire Strikes Back of the Now You See Me franchise.
1: It made a lot of money. Uh, yeah. yeah i mean he's always been a consistent owner but like there's like with a lot he's of a director- good owner. well a lot of directors there's like you know the john m chu and then there's john m fucking chu you know like there's uh, that <laughs> movie that makes them and like crazy rich asians when you get like such yeah. uh, a film that has such like cultural resonance and has such legs and there's such a crossover hit you know I, which was I, and I watched it and I liked it a lot.
0: Uh yeah. did not care for GI Joe Retaliation as much.
1: No, it's a, if I I watched it rewatched it recently with my when I had some family issues, my parents in laws were over and it's like if you can stomach the absolute obscene wealth like uh Porn that that movie yeah. does. Well, if you, you can stomach the that, two it's words pretty are good. Crazy
0: rich, so you yeah. had to have known yeah. going in. You had to be yeah. aware that's what you're, you know. In but for.
1: yeah, if you have to be able to stomach that. But if you can, it's it's pretty pretty enjoyable.
3: All right, so in the okay, heights- also, sorry, before you go on, uh, small, small correction. So Kiara uh, uh Hudes, like she wrote the book for In the Heights. Also, so it wasn't just mm-hmm. that Lynn did that on and so on, and she adapted this yeah. later. So she she was also wrote that as well. Like, okay, yeah. but the, he
0: did, he did not. According as far as I could tell from the credits, anyway, he did not participate in writing this. Yes, version. the screenplay. No, she has the she has the sole writing credit for this movie. Yes, so yeah. she wrote it and then she wrote it again and yeah, got full and, WGA money for it. So good and on her.
1: Like this had you know had gone through. Like I I love the world we're living in when like John M Chu even got to make this when like just a few just a few years before this this was gonna get made with a. Kenny Orta, is that his name? The guy who did like the step up movies and all those oh. Michael Jackson documentaries and makes like a lot of very plain, boring. He made all the high school musical movies. Like oh, they were okay. just going mean, to give us to seem the, like a
0: terrible choice.
1: I, I think that getting somebody like him, who I think would even the problems that the sort of cast has, that has been a pretty interesting talking point the past few weeks. I think we would have gotten an even more offensive sort of casting and representation uh, than what this movie ended up getting.
0: True. Also, yeah. John uh, John M Chu was a producer on Step Up Revolution and Step Up All In. So I mean, also,
3: he, so, I mean, he yeah he he directed Step Up Two and uh, Step Up Three D.
0: Um. Did he? Oh, wait. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He's yeah. So he's all, all, all step- over. It. So yeah. anyway, somebody who was up. up. Yeah. Someone who had stepped was going to be involved in this movie. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, John Listen, so there's not doing a lot of dance the movies. There's not a lot of dance movies that come out. So I mean, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a you, very small pool of people that have some experience. You the expertise
0: that. in stepping up. All right. Yeah. So let me give you, just in case you have not seen uh, in the heights either on Broadway or in the film, I'm going to give you the uh, summary now, the micro summary of All right. the film version.
1: Oh, so one, rap, two, rap. one, two, three, four. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let me hold on, let me just listen to the sound of my neighborhood. Wow. Anyway, I'm not wow. going to do that. It's too embarrassing. Oh, come on. We've got a good thing it. going. I'm not going to do it. You guys are doing great. Okay, so <laughs> here's the summary of In the Heights. In the Heights, um, as Lin-Manuel Miranda came on and told me before it started, is a love letter to the neighborhood of Washington Heights, specifically focusing on characters who can't wait to leave and one who was thinking about coming back and then decides definitely leaving is the right thing. Um, the main character is Usnave, uh, a bodega owner whose coffee is so bad he can switch from cream to sweetened condensed milk and his clients won't notice.
1: <laughs> he's originally from
0: the Dominican Republic and he's looking to move back there and open a small bar. But the main thing h- him holding him back from achieving all of his dreams is a small stain on the middle of his shirt. But don't worry, just in time, a beautiful woman appears with a tied-to-go stick, a handy way of carrying... Uh, cleaning fluid with you so it doesn't dry out immediately so you can use it to clean your clothes while you're out and about paving the way for a wonderful future um that woman is aspiring fashion an aspiring fashion designer who thinks uh she would be a success if only she lived three stops down on the nine train um and then there's also an adorable old woman who everybody calls abuela a smart kid who went to stanford and didn't know however that everybody there was going to be racist a cab company that is somehow thriving thriving in the middle of the uber era a big party where a woman gets wine spilled on her and is going to be horribly embarrassed, but she's saved at the last minute by a Tide to Go stick, the world's most efficient way of cleaning your clothes while on the go. All
1: right, Um, Alex, I told you, if you're going to be making these big corporate deals, you got to cut Hunter and I in. You can't be taking these goddamn Tide checks and then not cutting us in. Let
0: me finish this bit, and then I'm going to talk more about the Tide to Go. Um, There's also a a blackout... In the middle of a heat wave, oh, and everybody is singing the whole time. Or everybody is talk rapping like they're on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway the whole time. And then after all those adventures, Usnave has to decide whether he should leave or should he go. And I'm not going to tell you the ending, of course. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But before he decides to go, he has to look back at all the mementos of his time in Washington Heights, including settling on his best friend. The Tide to Go stick, a real handy tool that he had with him that was there with him through thick and thin and helps him decide where he should live the rest of his life. And that's the movie.
1: I'm glad I stepped on your punchline. I'm glad I did it. (laughs) You guys, I have not laughed
0: as hard since I was eight years old watching Aladdin as when the third time they went to the Tide to Go stick in this movie. Back to the Tide to Go stick. The first two times a character had to use it and then there's literally like he's like looking around at the different mementos of Look, like, was, oh, this is checkups the, tied to ghost stick. I don't know. What do you expect? This, this is like the, the, perfect the, this wrap is around. the napkin from uh, uh, the sad death. And this is the symbol of my love. And then they just did a close up on a tied pen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
3: well, <laughs> if you can think of another way to clean stuff up on the go, I'd like to hear it because they are I really think, the useful. The type to
2: go stick is a product that I want to oh. have around in my life. No, yeah. So maybe I'm no, just cool with this guys, product. You guys need this to is understand. No, it's, it not a no, exactly. it's not a good product. It's not a good product? Wait, no. wait. Shut up. We need to review the Tide to Go stick know, here's right the now.
0: Tide to Go stick seems like a great idea. The problem is it dries out in its pen form too fast. So you basically have to That's be having useful. multiple stain, stains mm. on your shirts per week, or you'll just be throwing them away. And it's really frustrating. So, so it's what Alex, that is What
1: Alex is saying in his bougie lifestyle, he can't relate to people who are you know down working for a living every day, running around shops who might actually need a Tide to Go <laughs> pen that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going
0: to stand on my shirt. I just throw it away and get yeah. a new one.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I've seen your taxes at the end of the year; they're crazy. You yes, run off so many shirts.
0: Yeah. I actually the, the other product placement that did annoy me was the kid who is um, working at a uh, a bodega, getting paid under the table, showing off his Beats headphones. If that kid yeah. does not need to be spending four hundred dollars on headphones that literally have lead weights in them so they feel like they're worth the money when they're just crap. Yeah, Alex, dude, again, are no are, good.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna say, but Alex again, you're literally reciting right wing talking points about these dreamers no, with their no, iPhones and no, their Beats?
2: No, no, no. No, You're No, you're rock Mr. some Mr. Different, Mr. different
1: headphones. Just
2: like pick you're headphones. It's
0: a movie that has as their thing dreamers and then is like, but sure, I'm going to take Apple's money and have him wear luxury goods to try to convince other people that they need luxury goods in order to fit in in America. The problem is the corporate America that made this movie and thinks tied to ghost sticks are more important than dreamers. That's the, what I'm saying. That's my talking point. What about I taking the answer <laughs> off the air? What about the Mister Softy chain that's
3: slowly pushing out uh, all of our, our precious uh, corner uh, piragua vendors?
1: <laughs> Which apparently that's a real thing. No, that's totally that's real. a real thing. No, but I no, I just had one. The soft serve in ice cream trucks on the East Coast is not something I have ever seen in my life. And if it was, I would literally be such a happier person.
0: You wait. So, so you've never seen soft serve in a truck?
1: Never, I didn't know that was a thing. That's not so, how they do. This happened Oregon. for the first
3: time, uh, like uh, I don't know, maybe like two months ago. Like, um, it's kind of a rip-off, because, like, they show up and you're like, Ugh. you can't just like, okay, sorry, kid. This like entire ice cream store showed up at our house, but I cannot get you one. That, <laughs> that does not, that does not fly, guys. Yeah, that's it's a good business model. They have, they yeah, yeah it's just, 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 it's sort of like, look, five bucks ruining your appetite, or just a blow up that you won't be able to recover from
0: for like two days. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. genius. It's um, very smart. Yeah. So there is a soft serve truck that drives around our neighborhood and we've gotten it and I like it. It's great. I love soft serve ice cream, but the truck that comes by, it has a song where like every measure it has an animal sound, so it's like doo 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 woof woof doo do doo meow. And so, then there's one that is technically a horse neighing, but it sounds like a blood curdling human <laughs> scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it is Inspector Gadgets. With... Was,
0: uh, I was just—I re- don't remember the melody, but it's <laughs> yeah. just like whatever little bit of song, and then you're like, "Boof, woof, woof, doo 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 doo." Like it's when, so terrifying every time this truck comes by, I'm like, you are screaming for ice cream. If you
1: <laughs> When Vanilla Ice was trying to get out of being sued for ripping off under pressure, and he just <laughs> changed the last two notes, this was a guy's like gonna get sued for ripping off Inspector Gadget. He's like, No, okay. there's a, a moo at the end of every two rows. It's exactly well, it's completely this different.
0: This has been a fun tangent, but let's pull this back onto the rails for a minute. How did you guys enjoy In the Heights, the movie we all saw in theaters?
1: I I'll go first. Yeah, I, go ahead. Um I really enjoyed it. I, I went in really not knowing what to expect. Um I had really enjoyed uh Crazy Rich Asians, but nothing else that John John and Jude really made. Uh, uh-huh. but this one I just I you know I think a lot of it had to do with being back in the theaters. It's a really hot day. The uh, the temperature in Portland is kind of getting out of control. It's going to get up yeah. to like 120 this weekend. Which I saw is insane, that. That's insane. unreal. Uh, so the idea of, like, being in a really nice, cool theater was a super delight. Wait, but
0: then the movie is about a brutal heat wave and the power going out.
1: Yeah, but it's cool in the theater. It's nice. It's oh, okay. a nice reflection. But anyway. Uh, okay. Um, so we can relate,
2: you know? It yeah. felt like yeah. we we're on the same page. But
1: I thought th- this is a movie that, you know, kind of your, your mileage may vary in how much this sort of subsource material and this type of theatrical production works for you. But I thought it was, uh, to me, I've just really loved the filmmaking on display here. And I know that sounds kind of lame to say, but I thought like the way he took this stage musical, which is a pretty limited set, and just made it this huge, expansive wildly inventive every shot is filled with just so much dense unique character and interesting people and people doing crazy stunts and it was all like there is a lot of you know cg in a bit of it but a lot of it is practical actual really well shot well edited uh choreograph choreography sequences I thought There's the one f-
0: sequence of that that really bothered me, but let's focus on yeah. good stuff for a second. Well, like, I, I, since you're talking about that, one of the most expansive and interesting shots in the movie is the pool scene. Yeah, yeah. And the mute the the song in the pool in, is is fascinating. It's huge. It's got some really cool parts, and it has a classic old Hollywood musical crane shot straight down at synchronized swimming, but in a new, interesting way. Yeah, very cool scene.
1: Yeah, like all that stuff was great. I definitely do think the movie kind of starts to run out of steam in the last like half hour. I definitely started to feel like it started to drag a lot. It very much, I think, peaks with like it sort of is leading to the blackout. And then like the blackout happens, and I think the movie peaks. Then it goes on. I've never seen a thing that has a
0: countdown to a major event that is only about halfway through, and then it just starts counting up from that thing happening.
1: Uh, I thought that's everything... not good for me to that push That's kind of a, a trick. That's yeah, a terrible trick. I didn't quite understand that, uh, but like I said I th- earlier, I thought Lin Manuel's character is only there because they had to get him in this movie. You probably could yeah. like cut all of his stuff and tighten yeah, the rhythm a bit.
0: So he has one major song that's called "Like Scraping By," and he's making shaved ice by scraping it. It's a lovely ice pun, and it really does not need to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> does it grate on you? <laughs> yes. Actually now that you mention it, I like it even more. <laughs>
1: to me it was a little bit too sweet and kind of gave me like hooked my head a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, let's all get in here. It end chilled end me beginning. out. It
2: chilled me right out. I was just like, oh I'm chilled now. I thought um, it was Ezra. a little syrupy uh, Ezra needs to get in. Ezra, your turn. I did my yeah. great one. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah that there was there's a lot of story that's not doesn't need to be there um i i think it definitely lost some steam overall but um but some really good numbers i felt
2: i felt like it could have used a little more focus on story to be honest i kind of felt like some some storylines uh resolved well before or did or maybe didn't even quite resolve the whole Mm -hmm. i was actually really interested to the thing with uh jimmy smiths and his daughter yeah. I actually really liked that storyline. And then the Stanford I get family. Yes. And, yeah, and, and that was and
0: definitely my favorite storyline. And yeah. I felt like it did it did not feel like it gave me enough.
2: Yeah, it was like about I don't know, maybe like a three three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah. I felt like the movie kinda let me know like anyways, that was like a minor storyline. Don't yeah, obviously yeah, don't we don't have to that. really worry about that one anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I mean, What? I, that was great. You got Jimmy Smith.
1: Yeah. I think it's a great a great number, but I think a problem is that there, so there's two main characters, like her and um but not buddy, but the uh her like love interest character in it. And both of their plot lines are done, resolved in one song fairly yep. early before the end. Yeah. And then you just never see from them again. And it's a great yeah. number. And it kind of wows you for the rest of the movie being like, that was so cool. And then when it's over, it's like, wait a minute. But that was also the last time yep. you saw anything with them.
0: There's so many things. Uh, so that the storyline is about like someone who got out of the neighborhood who'd already aspired to get out. Everyone keeps telling her, she's the best of us. You're the smartest one here. She goes to Stanford, has a miserable time, Um, for a lot of relatable reasons, and for a lot of things that make me very angry at Stanford, and wants to quit, and is not really appreciating. And but from her dad's point of view, she doesn't appreciate what he sacrificed for her. Mm. And I think that I just that's a super interesting storyline that just goes away. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well,
1: I think uh, something that I find so interesting about this is the you know we talk a lot about like sort of the creative inflation a lot. That mm-hmm. idea of things that are Ye- so yes. but this yes. so this already only came out in 2005, and I'm not saying this movie, this stage play in particular, inspired so much of what culture is now. But just the fact that like there were so few stories being told like this in 2005, yeah, compared to 2021, where I think it's a good thing. But we have so many stories telling about like. People in these sort of communities we don't normally see, and a lot of like minority, like like people like showing divided wider casts and more wider lifestyles, and like we're so used to it now. Just, just something You stuff... said w-
0: wider or whiter? Wider, wider, like the wider just, more yes. diverse
1: cast. And Good. Then, like, just double
0: checking because the yeah. this movie does have that other issue as well.
1: Yes, the movie does have that issue to it. But the fact that we have like even with all that, still the fact that I think in two thousand and five, not only do the Taxi things make more sense Uh, because Uber wasn't really a thing yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, the fact that
0: he, he that he has a willing buyer yeah. for his cab company like is very anything, surprising.
1: That's actually really exciting if you think of this as 2005. He got out with the city exactly. was good. Good job. He got out yeah. at the best possible time. To Dude, get he out. sold
0: taxi medallions in New York right before Uber got there. He is a genius.
1: Yeah. So really, and if he did it in 2021,
0: thing. he lost. Everything. Yeah. Um, Um, That's a good point. It's a very, very good point. Although it is weird because this doesn't exist in a time when there isn't, it doesn't seem like there is Uber where like there's a very dramatic scene of somebody, Working a cab radio, really oh, yeah. efficiently. It's like none of these people use their phones. It, and it's got home.
1: 2005, but everyone has iPhone 12. Exactly. What this, universe I'm, this I'm movie so glad you said that because I was tr- I was literally trying yeah. to
0: figure out what year it was, and I thought it was 2005, except for the iPhones.
1: Yeah, it's it's
0: 2005, but
1: everyone has the newest technology in it. It's that in this weird, so weird. It's as it's, as
0: I want to bring you in here. how did you feel about this? This is I, I don't think we've talked much about musicals. And how oh, did you feel about this one?
3: Yeah, so I mean, I uh, I definitely grew up on musicals. My mom was uh, really really into uh, musicals uh, growing up. Her dad would take yeah, my her dad would take her to, to musicals on Broadway. She grew up in New York. I think she listened oh, right. to soundtracks to I think basically like learn how to have like you know good stage pronunciation. So she actually lost her New York accent. I think through through oh, musicals. So, interesting.
0: Um, yeah, she I didn't watch go- Guys
3: and Dolls. she always just wants me to sit down because i'm rocking the boat i don't really get it i don't know (laughs) um no no. so so musicals always been like a big thing i I think there's um i I really grew up on a lot of the kind of like more like i want to say like 50s 40s uh 60s kind of era musicals and and i think it took a while for me to realize like oh wow there's other stuff that came out later um which is which was fun um for this one in particular i mean like i uh so one, I should say, I, I didn't see it in theaters. Actually, I, I saw it, like in my living room uh, for free, which is an incredible thing. They like, I know, like it's great when you can go to like things, but like I would not be able to do this uh,
0: having kids who are asleep at the time. So yeah. totally.
3: it's really nice. It, this, but is, but I, this, this is keep the on doing this, do guys.
0: I like the simultaneous the day and date release, yeah. and so this is because this is a Warner Brothers property. It was on HBO Max immediately, and I went because I wanted to do this for a, a thing for this show, but I. Uh, if it's between I'm either going to see this for free on TV or not watch it at all, I love that I have that option. Yeah, And in your case, uh, I wouldn't have gotten to see it at all, so this is perfect for it. I love that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you've been had to watch it on HBO Max, uh, but the thing is, if it was watch it on TV or watch it on, not watch it at all, or watch it on HBO Max, right now I might go with not watch it at all, Uh, just because HBO Max has not been working for us for oh. and for a few other people we knew for like a week and a half. Oh, no. now, oh really? It just crashes. We tried to watch like Thief, which is a really fantastic movie, and we had to restart it five times. Oh, awful! Uh, so I'm really glad I didn't you, watch so in the heights like that. We've had
0: like our YouTube app only works two th- two out of day- two days out of three, um, mm. on and off for inexplicable reasons. Uh, isn't it wonderful that we've finally gotten to a time where our TVs could just crash? And yeah. we have to, like, buy a new TV because the operating system needs an update or whatever. Oh, finally, we get that problem. <laughs> um, but uh, to, to bring it back, I mean, like, yeah. I... Uh,
3: this felt like a really great coming out of the pandemic kind of movie for me. Yeah. Uh, I guess where it's, like... At least, you know, where, where, where I'm at, like, it's it's pretty good. Like, you know, we had gotten our shots and it felt like it was, like, kind of more opening up. And, like, I don't know if this would all hold up, uh, you know, to, like, to close uh, plot scrutiny. But, like, it just felt like it's like two two hours uh plus where just like it just felt like a good world to be in for a bit and i I really appreciate like i think everything that gets stuffed into the screen um i i i really had a good time with it so i think that's 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 the the, like i bet we could totally pick around pick part different parts of it uh and where it's not like yeah i guess if we were smart you know critique uh critics we do that but for me it's just like i had a good time wait we can
1: It's another great movie that is, I think, if you kind of accept it on its own terms and it like knows what it's exactly what it's trying to be. It reminds me of when we did, uh, I was talking to Hunter about this because we saw it together after we left, but it reminds me of, even though I think this is a much better movie than Mamma Mia 2, but in a (laughs) lot of ways it was like we watched Mamma Mia 2 just a few months after Trump had gotten elected Uh, It was a really miserable summer here in Portland and I got to escape for a few hours and just watch something that was like pure niceness for like a little under two hours. And this was like getting out of COVID, getting to hang out with a friend of mine who I haven't been able to hang out with in a year, go see a movie with a friend and then watch this like really well spirited, super poppy, sugary, nice treat was like, it was great. It felt awesome uh especially after this last year hunter do you uh, feel the same way uh yeah i, to-
2: I totally agree the, m- the movie is really fun and i would encourage people to well i mean uh i guess i i guess it's weird to encourage people to go out and do anything still but yeah it was real it was a really fun experience like seeing it uh in a theater and it's the perfect type of movie to go see in a theater because it's so uh big and fun and colorful it is big and fun and
0: colorful. I agree that, that with that thing about it for a theater, um, I would generally tell people to give this a, a, a nice easy miss. Um, I, I thought it was pretty boring. Um, <laughs> but, Why did you think it was boring? Well, just, we were talking before about it losing steam. I felt like it lost steam an hour before yeah. the end. I definitely um, was like wanting something more interesting and plot like to happen. And I do think I just I. I just do not love Lin-Manuel's style of musical music. Mm. Um, mm. I would be so impressed if any of the three of you could hum a single song from this musical. And mm. I, that's not the only way that you can judge musical, but this is, you know, when my parents were taking me to musicals mm. as a child. This is the thing my dad loved to say is that the, the way you judge a musical is if you have a song, you can hum on the way home. Yeah. And I have no idea. Cause no, it's I, all I, just kind of like the same basic rhythm, the same rappy thing. It just happens on and on. And it's, not I would really... say
1: the to me the two highlights are like the pool sequence with that ninety six thousand song. Yes, that has a pretty distinct, unique melody. Do you, to do it. you remember it? Could you hum uh, any of it? They're like dun 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 dun, dun. ninety six thousand. You know like the part of it. you know, like, it could, uh, be, could be, yeah. I believe yeah. you. I'm not ninety six
0: thousand dollars for me. Um. <laughs> The, I think you're I think that's that might be it.
1: But yeah, I mean it is it is really interesting to think about this is his this was like a, a first time making something yeah, on this. I mean this is what I mean.
0: It's so weird I to think, have the way they released this by doing this after Hamilton came out as yeah. a movie. It's like, well, this shows promise. <laughs> yeah. But well, it's it's in but, the wrong order. So you're like, if you watch Hamilton, you're like, wow, this guy's great. And then you watch this and you're like,
1: oh, he he got great. Well, that's the weird thing about musicals, right? Is you can't get the movie until there's really way less money you can bleed right. out of the stage th- like show. Right. So that's right. when, you know, we're going to get the that's, Hamilton that's exactly right. movie by the time he's probably done with his fourth. Uh, the, theatrical production. Well, but we did get know?
0: the we did get the on stage taped version that we talked yeah. about. That's yeah. not the same thing. But you know, it's going to be like a hand, Dude, honestly, like rather, movie. Movie. I would yeah. frequently rather watch
2: that. I. Oh, me yeah. too. Oh, we yeah, we can totally talk about that. I yeah. I think that's always superior.
0: Well, to see, I would love I'm to see how this show was produced. There's so many like things in this movie that I like. Oh, well, I'd love to see the stage magic. I love stage magic. Well, that and, thing is,
1: I I would love like. I do like the sort of shown theatrical, like what Hamilton did, but I do hate, like, I like this movie because it was so inventive and it was stuff you couldn't do on stage. I hate musicals that look like they just filmed the stage show, but tried to hide it as a movie. Yeah. When there's not like a weird
0: doing... in the middle ground that some yeah. movies have done. That's kind it's, of. We're, it,
1: yeah. Let's be fair though. Yeah.
2: It's, this is like so hard, right? Because oh, yes. when you Super go. hard. It's really hard because you're going... When you go to a theater and you watch people do stuff, you're just kind of more... I don't know. It's not that you're more easily impressed, but you're just more like you're in yeah. the space and, whoa, that was a crazy dance, right? There. Yeah. like That was yeah. some good stuff. This but in a film, it's like I've seen... You know, like Thanos throw a planet at
1: him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's like, uh, like this. Well, it's like look at look at what else is getting made right now. Like compared to filmmaking and the energy and just like the visual cleverness compared to even like what Disney is doing with this live action Beauty and the Beast, which is like obviously so expensive and they spent so much money, but it doesn't. It just looks like a bad live version of the cartoon. Right. Yeah. You know, or like I thought, compared like the editing in this, which I you know I love dogging on like Rob Marshall on here, He's just a <laughs> bullshit director and he sucks at everybody's he sucks at everything he does. He <laughs> Seems like a nice guy because he keeps getting work. Yeah, but right. like you look be. at you look at his work with Lynn Manuel on the um uh, Mary Poppins sequel that he did, which oh, has yeah. like Oof. some of the worst choreographed and shots uh, totally. dance sequences i have Oof. ever seen just yeah. like he had no idea how to cut and for some reason they keep letting him make new musicals he's going to ruin the little mermaid next it's awesome uh, um,
3: okay question guys would you rather adding uh, like everyone in the avengers can now sing
2: or give someone <laughs> superpowers in, in the heights ooh oh no avengers singing i i want oh, yeah. I, I want more things to be musicals. I don't want more mm-hmm. things to be like superhero stuff. You okay. So, both. oh yeah, yeah,
0: I think you're right. I think that's fair, but I, I do like the idea like that. The dreamer kid was also Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like if he just like, as one of the things you're like, Oh, he's gotten angry. Why did he disappear? Oh, Spider-Man's here. Wow. That's rad. It <laughs> that really helps us through this blackout. He's doing all this cool stuff to help people. <laughs> well, what oh, spider hey, the do doing back. a blackout though. Yeah. Right? Well, he'd like uh, someone stuck on like a subway platform.
2: Yeah, he'd he open a stuck swing. window he could for just someone have, like a headlamp. He'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and eye Spider- Guy, <laughs> like, it, it's so crazy because in the Heights and in Spider Man into the Dark were on stage at the same time. Oh, wow. that's true. Wow. Could have had Spider
0: Man, and it was dark just because
1: of the yeah. blackout. Yeah, Spider Man could have easily have just swung into this theater um, and like sup, Lin.
0: I, do, I just want to have one. Be, as, as I said, we could do this, but there's one thing I do want to talk about since so we're talking about production stuff. I liked the pool a lot. I also liked the song in the salon where the salon mannequin heads turn. Yeah, there's that was a things. good one. But the, 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 the scene that stuck out for me as being pretty rough is the dancing on the wall number where yeah. first, well, so first they're like, we're going to go out on the balcony and just, I just want to sit here and just stare and listen to the noise of my green screen bubble that I'm clearly standing in. It's the cheesiest looking visuals in the whole movie. The lighting is so weird and off in that whole scene. And there's some CG dance on a wall, which is fine. That's been done in a musical, very famously done extremely well with practical effects. And this is done without the emotional drive that is in the original. And it looks like a cartoon. It looks awful. And it looks completely out of place in the rest of
1: the movie. Why did that go why did that happen? I mean, sometimes you gotta swing for the fences and you don't always get there. <laughs> but it's not like when you're out, when you're like filming a seat, when you're storyboarding, building sets, choreographing, you don't know exactly how it's going to look at the end, right? It is just you're pitting your goddamn hopes and dreams and having faith. But it's once you see good. the cut,
0: and you're like, "Hey, this looks like it was made by a different movie for much less right. money. Maybe yeah. cut
1: it." I I don't think I don't think it looks that bad. I think that's that sequence is like you can definitely tell it's green screen, but like they're dancing on the side of a building. Of course, it's gonna be green screen. Like, what do you expect? Well, no, no. I mean, but,
0: have you not seen the famous where the whole room turns yeah, so he can dance on the walls?
1: Yeah, because it's a self-contained room. They, yeah. This was on the outside of a building. You're not going to spend a whole actual building on the side. But sure, anyway, seeing, like, this
0: has been done so beautifully, yeah. practically. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna, what I think this <laughs> needs is it needs to look like an Avengers movie for one <laughs> scene. I mean, I think you're like,
1: I don't I, think I don't know. Is, why I, I, I want to say this is I think this is a
2: fair complaint. I did not yeah. feel it that hard. Like you did Yeah, I was just kind of like. Yeah okay, they're doing they're doing a CD thing. I thought it- I thought it was fine. It didn't stick out like yeah. a sore thumb to me. Oh, but I, I can see so why was, someone else. I was else watching with
0: my sister, who's them. a lighting professional, and just the lighting was so different on that scene from every other scene in the show that oh, I'm not it saying drew, that crazy, that, and so it really the illusion, stuck out.
2: I'm not saying the illusion worked for me. I'm just right. saying
1: I wasn't bothered
2: by it so much. Yeah, hmm. that's how I
1: would the category I would put myself in. Like I thought it was like. Oh. Another clever thing for a movie filled with clever... You can't all be slam dunks, you know? Sometimes... So then one last thing I
0: think we need to bring up, and this is not uh, a thing that I am an expert on, so I don't have a lot of insight into this, but it we just have to mention that it exists. But this movie has also... There's a lot been written recently about the whitewashing of this movie. So... uh, This is... The the neighborhood that he is making this movie about, Washington Heights, was an Afro-Cuban neighborhood, and in the movie... Uh, they cast almost exclusively light-skinned people, and uh-huh. there is some controversy about that. Yeah, and it, sort it, of it, the,
1: colorism yeah. in cinema has such a yes. long history, and it is one of those things that people um, have talked about. But it's so it's so such a sticky area to get into, and it is cool that this is the movie that like uh, this conversation is happening around. And I do think it's very interesting that like the director Lin Manuel himself has been very. They've all been very understanding and been like, I think this, which is something you never see directors do. Usually they're like, fuck you, it's my movie. Uh, yeah, cancel yeah, right. culture. Right. Uh, but instead to see everyone involved be like, wow, thanks for bringing that up, you know? Yeah. And like, that's a conversation worth happening. I do think it's funny the like Reno Maros of the world, people who have nothing to do with this movie, being like, oh, they're being cool about it. I'm going to go say something real dumb just for no good reason. <laughs> um, but I do want to say regarding the colorism issue, yeah. uh, the only time in the movie, like I absolutely think like the people involved in the movie, it's, this is a fascinating conversation. It's an important one and I'm glad we're having it. Um, but, and the but a few things like just because I was aware of it, I kind of, I think, Like, like tinted the way I viewed certain scenes, but the only scene that really stood out was the scene when the female interest is trying to get the um apartment, uh, from the uh, sort of snooty management lady, like the the uptown apartment she doesn't think she's Mm -hmm. good enough for. Right, and they have this like perfect wasp couple come in to juxtapose the way the manager reacts to them, and they had to cast the whitest looking wasp I have ever seen <laughs> just to really make the lead stand out as Afro Cuban because she is so uh fair skinned. She really does look like like and this is coming from someone as a white Mexican. Yeah. Right? As a guy who my whole life is just like, yeah, I'm a very, very light skinned Mexican guy. It's like it is a very different experience. Like I would never want to be like if someone said, hey Anthony, we want to make this scene that shows uh, the way races can like the way like you know skin color can affect people and background do you want to be an example of the type minority i'd be like maybe find someone who right. is a little bit more ob- like yeah obvious what people expect for that and actually doesn't feel like a whitewashed version of it yeah
0: yeah yeah that's a really that's a really good point i the other the other part of it that the only thing that sticks out to me about it is just like the fact that he c- keeps saying over and over again, including popping up on the screen before the movie and telling me that this is how he feels, that this is a love letter to the neighborhood. It mm. feels weird to say that and then be like, but I'm only showing this portion of the neighborhood that mm. looks a certain way. That does feel a little bit oogie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but anyway, I. Your. what you said is, is perfectly good and I have very little else but it's just worth, yeah. worth mentioning that this exists and I, it is I think the best thing you. one of the most interesting things that you said is that they have been understanding and have been listening and talking about it and that seems yeah. like good progress. I just, when
1: does that ever happen? I mean yeah. think think of how like not too long ago casting Christian Bale as Moses and these Scots being like you think I can make this movie with someone else? I need a white guy like that wasn't that long ago and now yeah. directors are like oh understand like yeah. It's just—it's amazing how how much things change, but you
0: know. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, final thoughts in the heights for the day. It was uh, pretty around, cool. We're on the horn.
2: Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I just uh, one 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 minor thing that I think I don't know. Like if uh, if anybody ever uh, asked me what I think about musicals uh, and how, how to make <laughs> them look cool, um, I think uh, the wider the shot and the longer the cut the more i get interested in the choreography hmm. the more and, yeah. and and it's weird i thought in the heights was really good about this sometimes and then also sometimes i would kind of lose it um there's a there's a really so i really hate um the french filmmaker uh, gaspar noé i just i just don't like him mm-hmm. personally um, yeah as a person we just, just two yeah.
0: very like unrelated like kind of random people to just hate in this episode sure, there's sure, some cultural sure. damage he's, here
1: well hey i'm, I'm just not out. into him. i've well, seen these a lot people- of his films have done Be- things to deserve hate. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. uh, uh, but Gaspar no, but I get it. I get why you would just yeah. like him. Wait, wait,
3: wait. Would so, you like him more if you found out that he was actually Argentinian?
2: Oh well, wait. Is, is he not? Is that not true? Yeah, no, he is. Like not. Oh, okay. He's, <laughs> so he's an Argentinian filmmaker like based in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so Gaspar Noé uh, is. Uh, he made a movie uh, like a couple years back called Climax. Um, which is like this, uh, I don't know. It's like all these dancers together and they dance and it's also kind of a horror movie. Uh, it Mm, sucks, but the first 10 minutes of it are awesome because (laughs) it's just one cut or one, one shot, I should say, uh, of just all these dancers dancing for like a really long time Mm, and they're uh really good at dancing and you just kind of, because it's so long, it starts feeling so real and you're just like, wow, wow. There's a lot of choreography here, and it's really impressing me because there's no movie trickery. All yeah. I'm seeing mm. is the dancing, and yeah. I just want a, a movie musical to give me more moments like that where I can really just get into these actors performing. It's almost like I want the filmmaking to like kind of get out of the way. Like I just want to see people do cool shit when it's a
0: musical. Mm. Um. So for you, the movie should have been called Rising Action because after that, you didn't like it.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. After that point, Sorry, uh, the I didn't movie really
0: goes
1: into the... making a good in, yeah, um, point. I totally agree with that. I like that a lot. Alex, a point. Yes. how much money do we have to get someone to donate to strap you to a chair and make you watch all of Gaspar No's movies back-to-back in one sitting? Oof, in one because sitting? You'd how many be a movies very, does he make? I don't know, but they're all very weird and fucked up and I don't think you would uh, like any of them.
0: Five. Oof. So <laughs> you're talking about 10 hours of unpleasant movies? Uh yeah. Well, at least but, 10 minutes of it are good.
1: Yeah, right. but there's <laughs> like the thing is there's like a really good 10 minutes in every like like oh. five times a movie. Interesting. Uh, he's a very interesting guy, I think. Um
0: I'm going to say this, this is a, a kind of a standard answer on the show but $1000. It's pretty good. That's cool. pretty it's One thousand dollars, I would do a ten-hour uh, Casper Noe film festival alone in my house, and you would
1: come out a very different person. I'd be interested in that, yeah. that Better out. Or You'd be worse. So annoyed. no annoyed. You
2: would just be very annoyed. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I would you... probably certainly be. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we can maybe some someday as a big fundraiser, we'll do the thousand-dollar yeah. Casper Noe film festival. Other final thoughts on In the Heights. <laughs> um, I, I had a really good time. I think
3: just uh, you know watching this with uh, an immigration attorney uh don't mm. this is not don't use this as like basis for how immigration maybe uh, So, you, works so as, yeah that's
0: a good point. So so has your wife ever been paid in um suspiciously acquired lottery tickets?
3: I mean there's lots of there's lots of issues in terms of yeah. like the, the situation like it seems like it would be really tough to know but from what I've saw like uh so Mark Anthony was his was Sonny's dad uh, and we didn't really talk about his uh, immigration status. Right.
1: But His personality status was bad. <laughs> we do need to talk about was Mark Anthony, like, was that makeup or was he just in a really bad place right now? Because <laughs> he looked rough in this yeah. movie, and I yeah. hope that's just for the character. You know? Um, sh- yeah, and h- his him shirt and sh-
0: was so sh- dirty, he could have used <laughs> several tied to go sticks. <laughs> If only they took, they made tide to go
3: in a form other than to go right, to stay. Tide to yeah, stay. That's, yes. This is my million dollar like idea. A jug kind. I don't know uh, a jug
0: of tide pens that you could <laughs> use at home. Um, anyway, that's fun watching this with an immigration attorney. So you're saying it does not? The movie does not offer good legal advice. I would, I would say, yeah. If if you if you're curious about how the immigration system works, maybe
3: talk to an actual non non movie version uh, of a of an immigration. Uh, uh, attorney and 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 then, you know, go from there, but like don't this is not this is not necessarily how it would work uh and not good legal advice uh, on the whole. so just just use that as a starting point. see actual attorneys not not I would also
0: attorneys. similarly, um, I don't think that the way lotteries work is they call the bodega and say you tell people the number huh? preferably at a swimming pool <laughs>
1: well, i this and then is... if you come
0: forward with the ticket, we will honor it. I mean, that is. I... So I, suspicious.
1: I get that 2005 was also a different time, but like, if you're writing a movie or something and you want to come up with a lot of bit of lot lot of money, dream of something bigger than ninety six thousand. Like that's a lot of money, but know, it's a lot of it. You could say yes, anything. You li- it's literally you know?
0: forty eight thousand dollars after taxes, which is yeah. like it, It's not life changing. It's year <laughs> changing. It's a couple year changing for people, but it's probably not life changing for many people at uh, New York rental prices.
1: But yeah, it just seems like the, the writers could have dreamed bigger uh, in terms of uh, the money there. I thought
0: actually that was my favorite part of that was that it was a an interestingly modest amount. Um, it was an intriguingly modest win where it was like, if it was $10 million, it would be like, oh, yeah. Well, what I would do is I would like blow up the moon or whatever people would say. Whoa, wait, For $10 million,
3: dollars, you can blow up the moon now?
0: No, but, I'm, but that's the conversation. Well, You're I like, can I afford a, to buy the moon and then blow a, it up?
1: A moon. Oh yeah. <laughs> not no, the moon, not a moon. I can I can get you a moon if you want to <laughs> blow it up for ten mil.
0: Yeah, this is but oh, like ninety like forty eight thousand dollars is like and I actually think it's a much more interesting question. What would you do with $48,000 today versus what would you do with a million dollars? Because, like, you can't retire. So it actually no. does tell you what your priorities are currently. I mean, the boring answer is, like, I would probably put it in the bank right now and then pay off some debts. and
1: I, right. but, I'd buy a scalped PS5 and have $20 left over. It'd be awesome. Also,
3: <laughs> well, you there's should there's there's have that, all okay.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a table in a house. Maybe that's how much of a house you could afford is one table's worth. Um, anyway, I thought it was an intriguing number. Um, last, oh, one thing about this one, last thought about this movie is just kind of a random thought that I want to work in here is that the movie is kind of interestingly sexless. That like the romance, they kiss after having dated, gone on multiple dates, and the they're. Kiss feels like it's supposed to be a big moment. As if they didn't hook up either of the other two nights after spending all night together at a club getting drunk. That was weird. It was kind of an odd little prude mo- they're like in their thirties and they're like, Well, we're we're yeah. certainly saving ourselves to that third fourth date before we kiss.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, this movie, for better or worse, I, I think the nicest thing I could say about this is that like this is a movie made for thirteen year old drama kids. <laughs> right, like yeah. every thirteen-year-old oh, kid I knew in drama. If this movie, like, look, I was, I lived when Mulan Rouge came out. Sure, uh, and the way drama kids' lives changed forever. Right, it was a massive shockwave. Mulan Rouge in Chicago, the one-two, yeah, punch. Uh, and this, I think, is going to be a very similar thing where it's like Moulin Rouge is fairly sexless for literally being about French prostitutes. <laughs> so like, it is, it is sub- shockingly sexless. All right, uh, so, and this kind of fits into that category.
0: Yeah, that's super interesting. The movie that happened or the thing that happened when I was doing drama in middle school was that the rich kids at the school all, the rich drama kids all went to New York and saw Rent together. Mm-hmm. And So I've never seen Rent, but I have heard every song from Rent as sung by a middle school kid. Over and over and over and over the again. Best way to hear it.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, an but interesting interpretation. And like middle school middle school kids in Arizona, like That's where you grew up?
0: No. In Nevada.
1: Nevada. In Nevada. One. Definitely under really understood. Yeah, they what really yeah. They really got the source material, like understood what those kids were going through. All right. So we have, um,
0: we're, we're running out of time. We have uh, w- at least one more thing to do. We might have a chance for a bonus thing, but we have to do this one thing that's really important first. So let's get into our business. It's time for the business. Wait. All right. So we first up, the first half of the business, we have two halves. First, we have a meat buddy, and then we have an apology. So first up, we have a brand new meat buddy, you guys. Um, mm. Our new meat buddy this week is Flash from Salisbury in the UK. Salisbury Um, and flash says I listen to every show as soon as it drops I like to imagine I'm sitting in the next booth at Pizza Hut enjoying a pan style pizza and silently enjoying your lively and slightly manic movie reviews Uh, I live in the shadows of Stonehenge and I would like to hear as my segment so this is instead of a, a pep talk you guys flash says I would like to hear your favorite movie that features a wonder of the ancient world Oh man. <laughs> I'm expecting a reference to Alistair Sim, but you do you. I'm gonna look at the uh, Googling b- Bing Seven
3: One was Ancient World real quick. Binging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, I get, sorry, Hunter this point. Is before your time on the
0: show. Well um, I
1: would I would go with um a spinal tap and the little oh, model stone edge. All right, well that's the best one. Yes, All the other is. ones are gonna suck. Um well, in, in Truman show they reference the Great Wall of China. So that all technically right. is in that. Yeah. That's a pretty good movie. That's
2: not uh, that's,
0: um, that's, um just I uh wait. Is okay, so what are first of all, what are the seven wonders of the ancient world? Do you want
3: to guess um, them from
0: memory?
2: So, okay, yeah, let's hear them.
0: Yeah, I, I have not binged it yet. I'm, let me just try to remember there's the Hanging Gardens, right? Yep. Um, Gardens um, yeah, Gardens of Babylon. Gardens of Babylon. There's a, a colossus, a colossus of Rhodes, I believe.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, there's a gate. Isn't one of them a gate? Uh, I got a lighthouse.
3: I don't see a gate. Is, is there a library? No, it's actually the lighthouse of Alexandria, not the
0: library, which is weird.
3: Oh. Well, the oh. library
1: of Alexander kind of had a a little bit of an oopsie daisy Well, but uh, okay. so I mean, really Most of really these don't anymore.
0: exist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the pyramid. I think that's as many as I can do. Wait, that's you think good. the
1: pyramids don't exist, Alex? Is that no, the, what you just said? pyramids no. are the ones that do exist. That's like, one of like, the
0: ones. Yeah, but the rest of them... Um... Okay, let's see what else. Okay, so I missed, uh, I missed Lighthouse Man's area. Temple of Artemis, the statue of Zeus at Olympia, and the mausoleum at Helicarnassus, which obviously you guys... That's probably our favorite one. It's a dope, it's mm. dope. Um, I don't I've think said that it. any of these is actually, but I did like those really large statues
2: in Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, yeah. the wait. Of those whoa, whoa, oh wait, boats? Whoa, whoa! Wait, you're
2: mentioning something you liked from Lord of the Rings? This is you is so may recall weird.
0: that on our Lord of the Rings episode, I talked about how much I like the statue, and it really pissed <laughs> you off then. So I thought I would bring it up again and see how it went. <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, I did I this mean, exact same reaction? Well, it was different because then you were like, "Wait, how is this the the only thing you like is one piece of painting, like a painting in the background?" No, those guys um, are
1: one is like, yeah, and the other guy's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I really like in movies when people like try to add the eighth wonder of the world. You know what I mean? When people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's my new oh, yeah, King Kong's a great example. I was trying to go with someone trying to sell a donut, but you <laughs> donut. know, like China, the WWF women's wrestler, she was marketed as the eighth wonder of the world. Right. Uh you know, I uh, love that kind of stuff.
0: Um, Dirk Diggler. Wait, yeah. what? Wasn't his wasn't his dick the eighth one in the world at one point?
2: point, oh. I mean, well, sure. But I mean, who hasn't? Well been Dirk L- Diggler is not a real person, right? Wait, Didn't no,
1: no, you in... Talk about well, I mean, he's based off John Holmes. Yeah, sure. But, but yeah. Did, and Alex, is this the second week in a row you referenced Diggler's dick? Did I mention it last week? I'm yeah, pretty you did. sure you did when we were in talking about the context. More, See, we were we make a about three. More, we were talking about Mark Wahlberg, and you were like, guys got a great dick.
3: Oh, okay. So, he,
2: so that was actually for Mark Wahlberg. It wasn't about Dirk Diggler. Yeah, totally Did that actually make it in the episode, or was that just something we were talking
0: about? I don't remember just that saying that on the episode, but I'll, I'll tell you, like, a little peek behind the curtains, because now I'm embarrassed, so I have to t- say something, which is that I uh, I was working on a, uh, a script for a writing group and for possible work later, and I had a joke about it, and I had been working on it last week, and so it's just like, Dirk Diggler is top of mind because of my hilarious um, joke about it in this script. Yeah, so that's, that's why.
1: The, that's the chance. excuse I would make too. You know. <laughs> all right, back uh, to
0: wonders of the ancient world. Um, the movie Moses, they're building pyramids. I quite enjoyed that.
2: Mm. Stogate.
1: at we could just all do the pyramids right now. Yeah. How many times have the well, pyramids? Well, the
2: pyramids, pyramids is, is the, the easiest one. I'm the trying to the remember. The money returns. returns.
0: Yeah, right. How many times have you seen a movie that features the ma- mausoleum at Halicarnassus?
3: Bingy it. <laughs> well, the question um, is
1: how many times do you play an Assassin's Creed game that deals with one of these? How about this? How about this? Oh, okay. How about That's the, big the
2: foot? You remember the foot statue from uh, season 3 of Lost? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that one. That's, That's not even a wonder of the world, but take that, listener. And- I mean, it's to...
1: Jacob lives in the shadow of it, and he's a pretty hey, important guy. Jacob lives guy. in the shadow
2: of the statue. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, Do you remember that, listener? Uh,
0: according to the internet, Hercules, the Disney animated film, which I did enjoy a great oh, yeah. deal, apparently includes yeah. the statue of Zeus. Yeah. Um, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23,
1: 42. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the wonders of the world right yeah. there. <laughs> the lost numbers, um, the no lottery. Yeah. We, it all we ties have, back in. We
2: have to go back to lost. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we just have to go back to it. Yeah,
1: I, it's
0: interesting that uh, how little impact we all know that there's seven, but these it's just so rare that the mausoleum or the lighthouse come up.
2: Yeah. They're the underachievers. They really should be retired and we should pick new ones. There's I no don't even remember be.
3: the mausoleum being one of like the, like, I don't know if anyone else played, like, Civilization, like, any of those games, uh, but I don't remember that yeah. being one of the options uh, when you're building your wonders. Like, I remember the Hayden Gardens. And I remember, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hayden
0: Gardens gets mentioned a lot.
1: You're telling me we could kick Pluto out of being a planet, but we can't fucking deal <laughs> with the lighthouse of Alexandria? Oh, man.
0: Like, I love this idea that, oh, you know what? They've changed it. Six wonders of the ancient <laughs> world. People hate <laughs> that lighthouse now. <laughs> It's not quite a wonder. It got demoted. They that's found some funny. old
1: tweets and the this thing. You know, right. They had to really cancel it.
2: We did some science and we found out it actually doesn't qualify as a wonder. Know, it really. yeah, exactly. yeah, It's like
3: a flashlight that's big. It's not it's big,
1: deal.
2: Yeah. We, yeah, we, we, it turns out we did a new test that turned we, out it's was a big flashlight. We
1: blindfold 100 people a year and bring them out to it. And see how many people go, whoa, when they see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. of most people don't do say woes anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: we did a That's study. Zero out of one Keanu Reeves says, whoa. So that should say yeah. something. That's pretty so, messed
0: up. So uh, do you guys have a guess as to what the wonders of the modern world are or should be? Well, there's a uh, great are wall. Different. Keanu Reeves, yeah, great, great wall. Dirk Diggler's dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> His Dirk, the big Dirk. Uh. <laughs> the big Dirk.
1: The Eiffel Tower, is that one of them?
0: No, but I like that. Time answer. To go. It's got to be tide to go, right? <laughs> tide to go pen. Yeah, that's a good one. Um also on this list, I mean this is just oh, world.net, um, so it could be anything, but
1: uh Talking Heads stop making sense, the film yeah. thing. That's a yeah. natural yep. wonder of yep. the world. Yep. One of the greatest pieces of art ever made. Certainly, you know, Belongs up there.
0: So also on this list, Christ the Redeemer in uh, Rio de Janeiro. He oh, redeems yeah, a lot fun. of stuff. Uh-huh. Well,
1: yeah. He, yeah, I like it. It looks
0: like he's about to do a trust fall. I like that about him. Well, have you heard
1: <laughs> yeah. that they're building a second bigger statue within eyesight of the big Jesus statue? Oh, no. that's what someone recommended. Somebody said, I, I want a bigger Jesus statue and is commissioning huh. that. So there's gonna be no
0: kidding. There's like a yeah, it's like world's tallest building competition. Oh yeah, he's
1: gonna have like a blimp dock on
3: top of the world's tallest.
0: Jesus. Oh my God! It already has a head and arms. This is this is happening right now. Is it yeah. Christ the re redeemer or the I, redeemer answer, Or he he should just be the deemer and then the other one's the redeemer. <laughs> re-deemer. Christ the deemer. He's called Christ the protector.
1: Oh, yeah, he's nice. making sure no one. People kept coming and trying to start shit with the other Jesus. So they Christ don't the protector. Back or, I got you, it Jesus. Was, don't worry. It got it's like, a like when they. <laughs> They brought in Diesel off. to be uh, Kev- uh, Kevin Kevin Smith. Uh, it was Shawn Michael's body goat
3: I want more of these though. More Christ. I want like so,
1: like Christ the hype man. Yeah.
3: Well, want, you like- might
1: be well, you
0: might be in luck, Ezra, because it turns out Christ the Protector at 43 meters tall is only the world's third tallest Jesus. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> First one. You don't,
1: don't Diggler. <laughs> Christ the Diggler. <laughs> Christ the Diggler. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's very
2: funny. Uh, you
0: got me. Um, yeah, I'm that sure good. that is exactly what Flash was hoping this I'm conversation so,
3: would be. Yeah. Instant instant cancellation. <laughs> I think there's no, no way we're getting to a second week from Flash. But
1: no, seriously, Alex, this is why we shouldn't apologize. Because if we apologize for whatever you did last week, I am just going to assume it was you uh then we're gonna have to apologize for what we did this week then it's a lady who ate a fly situation you know okay what I'm so saying? first of
0: all it wasn't me it was one of you two and i don't remember which one but second of all before we get to that apology <laughs> one of you a- kids have some play to do
3: <laughs> before we get to the ex, apology
0: i just want to point out that um christ the protector the one with the gun um is going to have a an internal elevator that takes you to a viewpoint in his chest that's so you, awesome. you're like a chest burster looking out over oh, that city. Oh. I gotta go. <laughs> you know what? Oh, all right, I found it. Um, Jesus Bunto Barake in Indonesia is 52 meters tall, including the pedestal. And Christ the King in Swiebodzin, Poland is 52 and a half. Wait. Oh, it's 52.55 meters tall versus 52.5 meters. So there really is an arms race.
1: You know, everyone is all out there trying to make big Jesuses. I'm gonna get in the business of making small Jesus. <laughs> oh just, yeah. Yeah. Small yeah. Is Jesus Jesus,
0: just, 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 this, just, I, Je- Jesus on a grain of rice. <laughs>
1: yeah. Here's the tiniest thing though. Jesus the
3: Jesus was <laughs> inside you all along, which tells me it's nanotechnology.
0: Yeah,
1: oh nano yeah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> nano Jesus for sure. Um at some point there's quantum jesus where you're like not even sure if it's there or not oh he's both there and not there in this universe exactly it's (laughs) very complicated flash this is what you wanted this is what you got but hey it could have been worse it could have been a pep talk so we really appreciate flash from salisbury for um supporting the show thank you for your stakes what a good life living in the shadow of stonehenge um since it wasn't made to be like a, a a shadow calendar thing like you might be living in March or whatever of that calendar. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, also, I like that you tried to relate to us, even though you're living uh, in Salisbury uh, with a Pizza Hut pan-style pizza, so that we would feel comfortable. I do love so. So w- while living in Malaysia,
3: I loved going to Pizza Huts, and like I think that's like it's it's always going to be different, but. Like it's sort of like uh, all Pizza Huts, I think, like exist in the same kind of like side universe to, to to whatever country you're in, where it's like it's not going to be exactly like what you expect, but it's still going to be good and it'll be
0: comforting enough. Um, that is great recommendation for people who are traveling. <laughs> uh, we had a fun little bit of Spawn Con for Pizza Hut here at the end. Do you think all right.
1: two if countries it's... that have a Pizza Hut in them have ever gone to war? That's a great no. question. You know, uh, like, the McDonald's yeah, like the McDonald's thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: right. I uh, okay. Before we go, we're running. We're out of time. We have one last thing we have to do before we go. Uh, There's been some feedback on this. I think the best representative sample of it is an email from Shannon who says this: "You were so close to a good pep talk last week. So close. uh, As if you haven't listened yet, we were very close. Oh man, we were nailing a pep talk for the first time ever. And then right at the end, uh, going back to Shannon's email, that last bit." about how great sex without condoms feels. Come on, guys. It's so easy. It's so <laughs> easy. We were so close. We were giving a pep talk to a kid graduating college. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, one of you two, I think it was Anthony, recommended sex without condoms. And so Shannon said, just please remind your friends about STDs. So, yeah. so who they've been with before you or what they have sometimes they don't even know themselves so get close so so close you guys so close you should also please mention planned parenthood sliding scale rates sometimes free and also at-home test kits like my lab box of
2: course of course
0: that
3: pep
2: talk uh, was yeah. one aphorism away from retirement you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> land it <laughs> i didn't you i didn't want this job i'm gonna be honest i didn't want it it was going so well i was like i I I want this to. Turn. I think we all knew it had to blow. Yeah, we had yeah.
0: we. There was some self sabotage. Was that you, Hunter? Then do you remember who said that?
2: No, I did not say the condom thing. That's not. I don't. I, don't I think I said that.
0: I think it was uh, Anthony, I and I do
2: that. think Anthony. I, I think I think you should. We, we, I guess I think it's that it, in Alex. I think you're trying to pin it on yeah, one of us, I think, but you're the, I definitely think not Luke me. You're the one that hates Look, condoms. And, it was, <laughs> and
1: here's the thing: It's not true. All, it's not me. I didn't. All true. that's everything you said about protection and safety and the importance of that. Absolutely, I completely understand. But I, I thought we were all like adults here who obviously knew that. But that doesn't change the fact that like no don't do it again no you (laughs) should use them but like
0: this is the apology hey hey, you you know know
2: what i just want to say for the record like yeah practice safe sex whatever whatever but Uh, like i don't gotta be
1: happy while i'm doing it
0: look if you here's the only thing that's important one thing that's very important for people at home to understand is that anthony has been with his wife since they were high school students it's a slightly different situation right
3: yeah wait wait, wait, you said high school students do you mean like classmates or did you mean like one was a teacher
0: they were definitely <laughs> classmates. Well, why did you say classmates then? Yeah, Alex, I, since they were in high school, this is not a weird thing. To they say. Were, okay, uh, yeah. Before off. this goes any further, and you guys try to ruin again, I would all, Shannon also continue. I think it's an important thing. Also, that bit about reversible vasectomy, I am not sure that that's true either. Uh, what you'll probably end up doing is telling people to consult with their doctors before doing any kind of procedure. No, consult with me. Okay, <laughs> I've got this and also suggest people go to bedsider.org for more information about contraceptive and practicing safe sex. I could not agree more. I yeah. it, the, the, I do think some people at home might not realize that at least Anthony and I both and Ezra too in fact. Uh, we all skipped uh this concern about STDs by
2: being not very popular. Yeah. So and, and meanwhile I did get an STD. So <laughs>
0: Right, you do a bit all the time about getting checked. I love this bit. Yeah, you do. Uh, you Hunter does this bit in stand up where he tells people they should get checked, and then sometimes he points at one person and says, "Just you." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. Um, yeah. So this really is. It seems like this is mostly a Hunter. This is up to you. This is all in your court now. Well,
2: I just want to say for the record, like I want to strike some sort of balance here. Of not discriminating against people that may have gotten an std yeah, totally. you know what i mean like yeah also like if you did like that's cool and you can come to the party with me and all you the said, other right dirty folk
0: everyone else at that party cool. should be wearing condoms in case yeah, they get near you i Definitely. do love
1: love i don't i don't idea. mean during sex
0: i mean just if they're around you. if they're around yeah, I always yeah. Wear a condom yeah if you're nearby yeah 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 totally i, I you do gotta.
1: love the idea of somebody who's gonna listen to a podcast and then go get a vasectomy somehow without talking to a doctor or oh, consulting like a, a professional. Like, I don't know if that's – I don't think it's a type of thing you can just walk in and be like, nope, I have been informed by assholes on the internet. Wait, no, 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 <laughs> no but nice sir, but sir, balls. I'm sorry,
0: you, you might not understand. It was a movie podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how – I think it's a type of thing that like some – i's got to get dotted some t's got to get crossed i just don't
0: want to be part of a show that is uh somehow even briefly anti-condom propaganda yeah that's Uh, they are pretty amazing and i will even say i think that people talking about the difference are exaggerating i think they're mostly fucking babies and they should shut up and just live like adults and And not make fucking babies yes exactly thank you uh, thank right. you can i can i say can wait? we move real away quick? from this because i just yeah, like want to
2: just like smack the <laughs> mic off the table type <laughs> of moment so yes
0: we're moving away this is it the, the anthony's apology is complete guys wait, real quick
1: fuck. this is <laughs> you who said it i didn't the
0: the one one yeah, said said listen to and figure out which of you said it and then the we had to start the podcast so i didn't actually get a chance to listen but it was yeah. definitely not me i've that's got the perfect segue
2: it's probably me and i forgot let's be real i think that's what happened
0: in my head it's anthony but it could have been you it could have been you as the only person on this podcast who's ever gone on dates uh with somebody they're not currently married to um i think it m- is more likely to be you that you've thought about it
2: yeah that's fair Do you, but also yeah,
3: anyone want to know what's on the pizza hut menu in the uk yes yes thank you all right so there's a buffet i don't know why it's called a bluffet, but it is kids if they want to for a drink they can get unlimited squash there's a fruit shoot with two O's. You <laughs> no, can have Yorkshire sure tea. Um, what? <laughs> no. There's, um, there's a Wait, veggie- kids get unlimited squash. What are you talking about? Oh,
2: it's a drink. Flash right
3: in. Tell us what this means. We don't understand <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> if you're only in Scotland and a few other huts, you can get something called Urn Brew. B R U. Um, there's
1: also um, yeah. The UK lost those with <laughs> Brexit. They couldn't <laughs> figure out a way to pack them properly so you can only get them in scotland oh now.
3: man this is oh, epic. Sad. you can get meat feast and meat feast hot um <laughs> no, these are not real <laughs> you,
0: you have you are falling for some sort of trick where a scottish yeah, made a website for americans to believe they like, don't yeah, believe anything they think kids get free squash
3: <laughs> there's a mini card on the cob <laughs> uh, there's a virtuous veg you can get a Veggie pepper phony feast. No, oh. you cannot get a pepper phony.
2: <laughs> I'm on the website right now. I'm not finding any of this stuff. Oh, they have are chicken and UK, chorizo pizza. That sounds delicious. This is UK. <laughs>
0: this is UK. If that
3: i that not the UK should.
2: one. Yeah.
0: Anybody, are you trying to start a rap? Is that what you're doing? You got to at least
2: wrap us up. I'm not wrapping you up. Stop with the clicking. (laughs) Piragua. Piragua. That's one. That's one that gets stuck in your head. Yes. Okay. So,
0: to be be clear, Pepper Phony is their um, vegetable based pepperoni substitute, which rules that they have that. Can you
1: repeat that in a rhyme for me, please?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I really am good at this, which is why I'm not going to do it. Give it to us.
1: You always say that, but I've never heard you do it. I'm not going to,
0: but. Oh, they have an ice cream bar at this mm. Pizza Hut. And that's pretty fun. Um, all right. Well, I have to go. I am going to have a Yorkshire tea. It really does say unlimited squash and I know. fruit shoot. This sounds... your own magic
3: with delicious bits and bobs
0: for your ice cream. So... <laughs> you get bits and bobs. All right. All right. Well, this is still probably a joke, but that is going to have to be, as they say, that Thank you so much everybody for joining us. We will be back again next week with the second half of our Back in Theaters episode. Next week we're going into space in our cars. Next week we're talking about Fast 9. Oh yeah. The the big dr- triumphant finale of the Fast and Furious Wait, trilogy is this the of trilogies. Last one? No, they're doing a 10th one, and then that's the last one. Hey, I I haven't
2: seen any of these, and I'm not going to study up.
0: Wait, you've never seen a Fast and Furious movie before?
2: No, dude. Oh, shit. Well,
0: then your opinion is going to be fascinating. Um, All right. Fast nine next week. Yeah, because you're not going to... Good point, fascinating. You are not... I don't know if you're going to understand. I bet I'll pick it up. I don't know, man. I don't know if you appreciate how important family is.
1: Look, The Rock is gone... (laughs) This introducing new characters bringing them back characters who've been gone for several movies every one of these is basically a reboot uh, no, with but, the same but, crew but he's never
0: lived his life a quarter mile at a time he has no idea what's I'll, happening I will figure it
2: out okay
0: <laughs> right, well I can wait for that that's next week uh, please send us an email if you have any other things you'd like us to apologize for maybe we should make apologizing a regular segment because it like works that. so well oh yeah if you'd like an apology if you'd like, yeah, instead of a pep talk, you can ask for an apology for almost anything.
2: Oh, that's something we can actually give them. You know, that's good. Yeah, I'm sure we go just as well as
0: both of you denying having said it. Um, podcast at readdeskweep.com. Yeah, so if you
1: want to, like, have Alex pin his crimes on us <laughs> going forward again, definitely write, where you have your complaints, please write in with a sourced quote. Uh, If it's Alex. And then if it's not, maybe stay vague. But if it's (laughs) Alex, definitely let him know. (laughs) All right. Podcast at Redition.com. You can also
0: find us on Facebook and Twitter. We really appreciate everybody who writes in. And especially we appreciate our meat buddies, including Flash, who is out getting an unlimited squash right now in the shadows of one of the wonders of the world. Uh, We really appreciate you supporting the show. Ez, thanks for joining us, buddy. This is a lot of fun. Guys. We'll see you, you next so week much. in a car, right? Yeah. Vroom, vroom. Uh, we also might have some other special guests. It might be a very large panel. A very special panel. We'll see. Um, Anthony, thanks for hanging out.
1: Well, you got it when the family... The family's big, you it's know? About family. Yeah. It's
0: about family. Amelia. about family. And we have to... Right. Oh, oh. Of course there's not... It's not the end of the series, Hunter, because... There was a rumor that, uh, a couple weeks ago that they were doing a Fast and Furious Jurassic Park mashup movie. Oh my god, yeah! That Jurassic, awesome.
3: Jurassic. I don't know
0: how it that was it up. solid. It was not good, but it was fast. <laughs> um, you really got that. This was a thing where just like some entertainment reporter asked the director, "Are you guys doing this?" And he was like, "I'm not ruling anything out." And then mm-hmm. the story was maybe they're doing it. It's clear <laughs> just somebody
1: made it up, but it was an excellent move to not deny it. And Universal is like we have nothing else. We own Jurassic Broke yeah. and Fast and Furious and the and Minions. minions. Yeah, Can the we fit all three of them in right. one thing? Ooh, the question yeah.
0: is, do the dinosaurs drive cars or does Dom drive a dinosaur? It's a tough thing to decide. Both, they, Why not, both. yeah. Yeah. you yeah. both, yeah. Um, all right, and then thanks, Hunter. Good, good cha- ha- chatting with you. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Pssh. Bye.